Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode one of Bad Movie Intermission. This week, we watched the Total Recall 2012 remake, and a little preview, garbage. But before that, we bring you this podcast on December 28, 2020, uh, a little later than it was supposed to come out, but uh, we had some technical technical difficulties on my side, and uh, also we both were kind of just we're both getting a little we're getting a little burned out from doing the podcast, and then also we're uh, working holiday hours at our current day jobs because you know life, and yeah. uh, so we just wanted to take a little extra break, but we're back and we're coming back strong, and we're gonna give you this good bad movie intermission, and we got a huge. List of great movies coming up for season two. Look forward to that. Um, but let's get oh into boy. this movie. Um, let's start off with one of the worst, best uh, summaries of a movie, I think. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, prepare for nonstop and, pul- and pulse-pounding excitement in this electrifying thrill ride. Colin Farrell stars as Douglas Quaid, a factory worker who visits Recall, a revolutionary company that can turn his super-spy fantasies into real memories. But when the procedure goes horribly wrong, the line between fantasy and reality blurs as Quaid becomes a man on the run and the fate of his world hangs in the balance. Co-starring Kate Beckinsale, Jessica Biel, and Brian Cranston, Total Recall's bursting with mind-blowing action sequences and spectacular visual effects. The ultimate high-energy thrill ride. Better than the original. Andrew Frond. MySpace. All of that was a lie. I know. And that, wait, that last critic blurb, that's from MySpace? I know, right? Who? Who? And this was 2012. Like MySpace was already dead. Yeah, it's at this better point. at this point. Just get like the Kansas. By the way, Times. I'm Lee. Oh yeah, here's Lee Paddock, and I'm Sterling Hammer. This is the bad in- movie intermission. So it's the bad podcast. What? No. <laughs> it's a little bit more loose. Yes, yeah, a little loosey goosey. But yeah, uh, uh, instead of MySpace, get the Kansas Times or something. That'd be better. <laughs> Kansas t- or TV Guide? Who gives a fuck? You got total. Yeah, TV you Guide, I would take more seriously than a guy from MySpace. I know. The Even fuck? if it is the movie guy from MySpace, it's it's MySpace. It, it, what? <laughs> there was a movie guy for MySpace. Who knew? Does he uh, still write like reviews now? No, I think. Well, I think MySpace is still around technically, but I think Facebook owns them. Um, but they don't do anything. <laughs> they lost like their huge uh, uh, library of music through some horrible technical glitch, and <laughs> that was God. sad. Because all this music from that all means the past. you can't play a song on your page anymore. Yeah, sadness. Aww. All this music. But um, okay, about this movie. This movie was directed by Len Wiseman, the husband of uh, the other Kate one of the stars Peckinsale. in this movie. Yep. Back and sale, but now they're divorced. Yeah, uh, <laughs> fuck them. Uh, probably because of this movie. No, <laughs> uh, this was produced Maybe. by Neil H. Moritz. Uh, he has a huge resume of films he's produced and production companies he worked for. Just a few 
that I could find was, uh, and that you'd probably most likely know is last, uh, I know what you did last summer, cruel intentions, not another teen movie, XXX battle LA 21 triple X. Yeah. Triple X, whatever. Uh, Battle LA, 21 Jump Street, 22 Jump Street, all the Fast and Furious movies. Whoa. Uh, he's worked for Viacom, Warner, Br- Warner, Warner Media, Brothers. Disney, Lionsgate, NBC, Sony. Mm. Damn, um, this guy gets around. Yeah, he has a pretty interesting past, too. He funded his schooling by selling these really popular backpacks. Uh, to uh, these really popular Chinese backpacks that the students in China were used that got really popular with the Amer- these American students, oh. and he sold them, to, and he was able to fund his schooling uh, to be able to go to school for it. Okay, um, so he's an entrepreneur. Yep. So yeah, yeah, this that huge guy, and then you got Toby Shafe, <laughs> much smaller. The only big movie I could see was Bloodshot and the Hunter Killer. Bloodshot is that the movie that came out like? This year, I think with Vin Diesel or something. Yeah, it came out this year. It was one of the last movies that was released in theaters this year. And it flopped horribly, even before coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. most people were like, "No." Um, is it, they're like, "Is that the video game?" <laughs> no. <laughs> um, it was based on some graphic novel. Garbage, some stupid shit. Uh, it was written by Kurt Wimmer. Uh, it was just nobody guy. Uh, I oh shit, Lee knows at least. Shit. I know who he knowledge, kind of knowledge, is. Knowledge. Um, he wrote a movie that some people have. Uh, it kind of has like a cult following. Okay. Uh, it's a movie starring Christian Bale. It's called Equilibrium, and it was pretty much like a Matrix knockoff, kind okay. of. Um, it's it was just like. This is really sort of just generic dystopian sci-fi action nonsense. He's like this special like assassin who works for the government, this fascist government. Uh, you're not allowed to feel emotion anymore. Oh my uh, god, I know this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's eh. It's and he's, eh. he's very to, like, on the nose. And, and there's a scene like a really like fucking horrible scene where uh, they find like these puppies um, and they start shooting the puppies. Yeah. Except for one, Christian Bale's like he's starting to feel emotion again. So he saves the puppy. But he doesn't get his emotion back quick enough to save his wife. So fuck that movie. Um, <laughs> oh god. Yeah, the movie's kind of bad. Yeah. Kind of. Um, but not for that one aspect. No, that's exactly the whole reason. Uh, this movie is starring some big people. You got Colin Farrell as Douglas Quaid slash Carl Hauser. Uh, garbage. Carl? He, what's his name? Hmm. Um, I remember his name being something different in the original, I guess. That's what it's on his wiki. Maybe it's wrong on there. You can't 100% trust that. I guess. And we both can't remember the movie perfectly because... Because this movie's poop. Um. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, he wasn't a good Douglas Quaid. I don't no. think he was at all. Like, and the biggest reason oh, is, yeah, yeah. and even Douglas if there Quaid. was, but there was no humor. And even if there was, no, it wasn't I don't think fun. I don't think Carl Colin uh, Colin Farrell. Farrell could be fun. No, he's 
The only thing I've ever seen him sort of like, well, he can be fun in sort of like an over-the-top way. Have you ever seen Daredevil? The Ben Affleck. Oh, yeah, he's bullet-head or whatever. Bullseye. Bullseye. Um, He's like the only like really like fun part of that movie. Him and Michael Clark Duncan, R.I.P., um, yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember that. I mean, I remember the movie, but I don't remember if he was particularly good in it or not. He's not. I mean, I good is sort of a strong word, I guess. But he's fun, as in he's really just over the top and goofy. So he could have maybe done that in this if he had the right like. Well, I mean, he's not. He plays like the straight action hero in this, and that's. That is always yeah. Like, this movie was you got to be a really serious. great actor to kind of sell that. Yeah, and otherwise it's a it's remake really of a boring. movie that was way more funny and fun. Like you made a movie that was super fun. Like just it was it's just so generic. It was that tw- it was that era. Of, that era is like a mistake. They made all these movies and they would go like, let's go real about them. Let's go realistic. Realistic. Yeah, this is like right after Dark Knight, and every yeah, everybody was doing that, and it just it made a lot of garbage. (sighs) Yeah, Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, a lot of things that could have been garbage, and that's that's why they don't do that that much anymore. No, unless it's actually meant to be. No, yeah, people have they they immediately grew ever, ever since that fucking Fantastic Four movie came out. Yes. Remember they tried to make that realistic and serious yeah that movie was pile of poop no one remembers that at all they don't even remember how bad it is it's that's how awful. bad it was it's not uh, a good movie yeah since then then now look at new spider-man super fun teenager woohoo's goofy part of the marvel universe I yeah guess. it's all fun fun games uh now and then you got kate beckinsale as we said before as laurie uh, this is one of the worst parts of the movie for me. One of my biggest complaints is that she is a her character is the combination from the original of the uh, the wife and the main henchman who is the husband of the wife that you find out, and that's just a Richter. terrible combination because then you don't get the impact of the wife getting killed and the henchman going like I want to kill this motherfucker. Right? Yeah, they they hated each other. Richter and uh, Quaid. Hated each other. Yeah, and this one, Kate Beckinsale hated him, but just because he was, like, popular or, like, was the best one yeah. and, like, everyone hated, like, they're like, we hate the most popular guy. It's, it's like, so lame. Her motivation was so lame. Yeah, it was so lame. Beyond lame. It's just, and, yeah, her character, it's just, like, the fact that they did combine uh, those characters really was sort of just, like, a cop-out. Yeah, because it was... There was fucking emotion like that happened. Like, first of all, the wife in the original, there were scenes where like she was trying to convince him to stop, and like you could tell she didn't want him to like she didn't want to have to kill him. She right. was willing to, and she was going to, and she tried a bunch. Well, I mean, and that's why he eventually shot her in the head. But <laughs> consider that a divorce. Yeah, but there was times where she was trying to get him to stop, so she could go back into the thing and fuck him yeah, more. Yeah, that one scene with the the. The guy who owns, or the guy who is the like CEO of Recall, he goes into he yeah yeah. Says, I'm they, going into your fantasy now. Yeah, and they like, they kind of did that in the remake with like Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, they, the they did another like, crying, thing like <laughs> with her friend now the friend. Yeah, yeah they just... did another thing where they combined two characters. They combined 
weirdly enough, two like incidental characters. Because the recall, and, uh, we're going all around the place. I know. Uh, okay, let's get back. We'll Sorry, get we'll get yeah. to these things for Kate Beckinsale. The combining of those two characters was just terrible because you don't get the impact of that. You don't get the impact of him finding his dead wife mm-hmm. and him just like disregarding all the orders until eventually he's reined back in. But for a while, he's a, he's on his yeah, own. He's just massacring people, just trying to kill this guy who killed his wife, shot her in the head. Yeah, and he's... was fucking her for months on the order of his boss. <laughs> yeah, and she was liking it. <laughs> um, that movie's so yeah, that movie's so fucking great. There's so much more going on. Yeah, and then and this one okay, and now next we got Jessica Biel as Melina. Boo! Like I like Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel's fine. She's nothing. But like she's me. they didn't tell her to do anything in this movie. She's just there to like. She really lead. is. She's just there to lead Colin Farrell from like. Scene to scene, like, yeah. You're the re- like every like she's always the reason why like he's going somewhere, like and it, and that's and she's no there's no spunk to her there's no fun there's to no her. chemistry at and, all between those two there's no spark yeah uh, like and and they also guess what uh whitewashed. They whitewashed that character. They did, yeah. And a character I liked. It's like, why'd you whitewash that one? She's supposed to be this, like... Because I guess they had to whitewash it a little bit because it was, like, sexist, like, a little bit. But that movie's from the 80s, and it's like... 90s, don't remake actually. things, or 90s. But, like, it was time in an era where, like, you could create your woman, and then they would make an actress like her. <laughs> Not make her, but, like, get one that liked her, but it fit, she fit the thing. Yeah, I mean, there were a couple of things in uh, Total Recall, where, the original Total Recall. That are super we, offensive we, nowadays, we like, but, <laughs> but they were super hilarious. Yeah, and, the, and they're suppo- and they're coming from the villains. It's supposed to make them even more fucked up. Exactly. When like Sorry, Co- yeah. When uh Cohagen is like we're going to make you exactly the way a woman should be. You're just like, like Jesus. Yeah, but yeah, he's the bad guy. So yeah. he's going to say fucked up shit like he's that. He's taking air away from women and children and innocence like what do you think? Well, he's, oh, but I wouldn't be sexist. <laughs> like he's a mass murderer, but don't make him sexist. <laughs> like, it's, it's so yeah. It's, that's a whole. Other Leading thing. into this is a perfect segue. The next character, Brian Cranston as Cohagen. Ugh. Like this is just such a waste. Also, yeah, like he's such a great actor. He could have. This isn't like bad casting because he could have been a good Cohagen. He could have been, but he doesn't. The script is terrible. So he, yeah. He's barely in it. Cohagen barely factors into this at all. I mean, this just reeks of like rewrites. Yeah, Cohagen wasn't a huge part in the original recall, but he was in it like throughout the he, whole movie. He was like a major driving force in the plot. A lot of what he was doing. It wasn't as Kate Beckinsale chasing him through concrete. It's apartments. so boring. <laughs> Well, Chinese people go like, ha <laughs> And it's supposed to be like, what, the British-Australian colony? Well, what it was, like, they originally wanted to call it New Asia, but they called it col- the the colony to make it seem like more like a melting pot. Because mm-hmm. what it's, it, I guess in this world, okay, the, in, the, in the plot, the world was devastated by, like, uh, some chemical war, World War Three kind of shit. And the only places that are habitable le- left are all of Australia and then, like, Britain, most of France, Denmark, Belgium, a little bit of that part, and then more, a little bit down into, like, 
mostly France and like Spain and shit. And that Europe part, it's like supposed to be like really like this is racism and like colonies because the Britain part is called the New British Federation, and it seems like is totally ruled by like. If, if you could put some backstory to it, it's like America, whatever was left of America fled here, completely invaded and took over. And then that's what it is <laughs> uh, because they're not British at all. But and then no. and then the colony is just probably like the refugees from all of Asia that, fl- and, right. that fl- and then what's left of Australia and shit because they have like a government, but it's like a puppet government to the British government. It's Federation like, government it's and it's so like whatever. much more it's stupid, so boring. much more boring. Yeah, it's me. just a giant elevator that goes through, but it goes through the Earth's core. And for a second, Which they're is like, like impossible. Second, they're like, well, this is the future. It's impossible right now to go to Mars. Well, it's not impossible to, go to Mars, but like having a colony, like thriving air colony on Mars, is technically impossible right now. But whatever. It is more plausible than going through the core of the Earth. It's not as fun. And it's like, what is this like journey to the core of Earth, that movie? A journey to the center of the journey to the center of the Earth that I actually like, but like is a bad movie still. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's so, and and they're like, they're like, but like when they go, and what they go through it like twice. It's not even a big thing in the movie. Yeah, they have like the big like action climax at the end where like the gravity. It's like, whoa, it looks cool, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. It's just because this has been done before. Yeah. This movie's not doing anything new or exciting. It's just a total just cash grab. Yeah. Um, then uh, this is the I think the other combined Bokeem Woodbine is Harry. He's the friend yeah. combined character with the CEO of Recall. Because in this universe, Recall's ran by um, John, John Cho, Cho, who plays this guy named McLean. And it's like, and this, it's like this underground yeah, thing. Yeah, in the original Recall, it's like a legitimate business. And they're like, yeah, you like, see commercials for it. Yeah, yeah. And Recall, the secretary, they have Recall, a secretary Recall. and a, a salesman and stuff. Um, shit, and but like in this one, he's like, it's like an underground thing, and then, and then like when it goes wrong, he's like, who sent you? You're a spy, and then they get all like massacred, and you never find out who they were. Were they part of the rebellion? Like, who the fuck were they? What happened? It made no they, sense. They were just completely like forgotten. Yeah, yeah, it meant nothing. They just got shot to death, and then he they like, were there away. to fulfill. It was the one cool scene is where it's that one continuous. Shots a uh, gun scene where he kills all those police. That's right. a cool scene. But they ruined it in the trailer. They just showed that in the trailer. Luckily enough, I didn't remember the trailer when I saw it. So that in the movie, I'm like, oh, that's cool. But then that's all that happens. A cool tidbit about that scene is that Colin Farrell shot it obviously himself, and he he had to shoot it 22 times to get it perfect. Yeah, they usually do that with scenes that are done in like one take. Yeah. Because um, you gotta get, yeah, you gotta get, you gotta get that shit. Another perfect. funny thing about Colin Farrell in this movie is he spent a night. He would spend nights in the uh, before the movie started filming. He spent the night in the uh, when the set was all built, so it seemed like it was real. He spent a night there so he could wake up and w- feel what it was like to wake up in the future. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What an actor! Oh, actor. <laughs> Did you act? <laughs> Jesus God! And then you got Dylan Smith. I mean, if he was Hammond. doing like Blade Runner twenty forty nine, that would be kind of cool. But sure, if that movie remake, I'll, I'm sure you'll make me watch that movie one day. Uh, Dylan Smith is Hammond. Dylan Smith and Hammond. Who's Hammond again? I don't remember that character. Oh, was he the fucking uh, was the leader of the rebellion? Was he just like some generic? Like white guy or something. Remember the leader of the rebellion? 
I don't remember the. I think it's that guy. Uh, it's so stupid. That's another. Barely remember any of the characters. They took out the. There's no mutants in this movie. Because and it's like you could still have mutants if there's like this weird chemical like most of the world's fucked up by like chemical, shit, like doesn't chemicals have to be called shit. Total Recall. I don't know, I don't really care. But like it's just <laughs> like this movie was didn't have mutants, which made it shitty. They had this stupid scene where you just in the unrated thing because unrated on version, DVD, yeah, with the three breast woman where you see her. It's just breasts. completely random. It makes no sense because there's no mutants in this world. It's Why just, does she have three breasts? It's fan service. It's all. Is she it is. just a weird girl with three breasts and like she's a hooker? <laughs> like, and it's just like there's nobody else who's mutated. She's or not anything. friends with any of the characters. She's not part of the rebellion. She just walks up to Colin Farrell. Like, hey, you see anything you like? And the and and you know what? Like what? It makes it. <laughs> And that's a that's another character who's like wasted in the original. She like tells the rebellion uh, the uh, the the main police to fuck off, and they shoot her in the Richter, back. Yeah, and it's a fucked up scene, and you're like Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, it starts a whole like shootout, and it makes you feel bad for that character. You cared for that character. You're like, oh, it was the three breast lady? She was funny. She was a part of the rebellion. She, and then they just shoot her in the fucking. You're just like fucking Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, and then this, she's just uh, a character, three breasts. All right, ha, here's your fake characters, fans. It's on your Blu-ray, you fucking assholes. It's like that's give not, us more money. That's not what we wanted. Yeah, no, not at all. Do you think that's all we cared about was her three boobs? No. Like, oh, it was funny and it was like ridiculous, of course. But there was also a guy with a weird fucking like vagina spearhead on his yeah. face, and there was the weird There's another actor from Breaking the main, Bad. the actual leader of the uh, rebellion, the mutant. What is his name? Quato. Quato. Not in this. Oh, they movie. just made him into a generic like British guy. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> Boring. Bill Nighy. It's just like, come on, man. This movie was just it's a bunch so of waste. So boring. It was very. It's really boring. all we. It's really all I have. I am to say is that it's just dull. Yeah, there's for a big budget movie. There's not really a huge set. There's no. There's not a huge cast really when you think about it. For a movie that's supposed to be a big action movie. Yeah, um, it, it, it does feel very like small. It's because it's all robots. Yeah. Who you know? Why, and another little tidbit about those. Uh, why they're painted? Everybody, just to let you know, why I'm giving all the tidbits and talking about this movie. It's my movie. This this first one is my movie. Forgot to tell you this, but um, mm-hmm. they were painted black and white to pay tribute to uh, clone troopers. Clone troopers or stormtroopers? Or stormtroopers. My bad. <laughs> Same diff. Go f- God, get fucked. <laughs> Uh, this uh, the production companies for this uh, movie were Columbia. They're Pictures. more like the dr- the battle droids from the fucking Star Wars prequels. Well, I like those, and people like those too now. Good for prequels them. live strongly. Your group has fallen. <laughs> you guys used to like control like the people who hated the prequels were the main opinion, and they were like they were the Jedi Council, and then came us. The people Us. who like the the prequels, the disgusting people, the oh. horde. We took over the yep. We took over the youth because they fucking with were handsome s- etiquette. <laughs> bad acting, Anakin. Fuck you. He's good in that the third one. Yeah. Stop ruining children's lives. <laughs> I don't. Um, Columbia Tell Pictures. Tell that to George Lucas. Boom, 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 boom. Film. And relativity, relativity media. 
Uh, it was distributed by Sony Pictures. This movie came out, as we already mentioned, in August 3rd, 2012. What a time. That was kind of a stacked year. It was, and it was a better time. <laughs> uh, definitely. No, it's getting better, everybody, isn't it? Come on. Mm. Vaccine's rolling out. Yeah. Open up. All right. This movie had a budget of $125 million, and it only made $198 million. And you go, only... It made its money back and more. And it's like, yeah, but this was like Barely starting the era in. where if you had a $125 million budget, your movie better make at least $500 million if you want yep. a sequel. And that, and you still might not get it. Man, yeah. But it probably would have got a sequel if it had $500 million. But no. It nope. was a f- he, this was worldwide. Huge flop. Um, yeah. Some interesting, Good. extra interesting tidbits about this movie was there was a video game on this movie, but it came out on Android and uh, iPhone <laughs> back in 2012. My God. Um, I bet that was a flop too. <laughs> yeah. This is something that I think, like, I don't, it wouldn't have saved the movie, but, like, maybe she would have done a lot better. But Scarlett Johansson was, was, was considered for the role, of, for Jessica Biel's role. But she turned it down for Avengers, because she was Avengers was. Coming. I believe that was probably yeah. the smart uh, choice. Yes, very much so. Um, this is another thing you're gonna hate because it's another like the uh, nod to uh, Star Wars. Quaid when Quaid goes to safety goes to the safety deposit box ten fifty four nine. The numbers ten five four nine correspond to the letters J E D I. Jedi. Was he just like was Len Wiseman like I I want to direct the Star Wars movie? Maybe maybe this was trying to be his audition. Well, he failed. Yeah, he did. Um, this is something you'll probably hate because you love Brian Cranston. Is in the end scene when they all get splashed with water, uh, all that water that water was contaminated, and Brian Cranston got pink eye in both of his eyes. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shit on his face, why don't you? And yeah, Colin Farrell made a joke um, on some night show that he shit in the water to get to sabotage him. Oh my god! But he's probably jo- he was most I, yeah, I, I know. But still, it's just for this movie. Come on. Yeah, and everybody. One of usually usually my favorite set. One of my favorite segment segments in the podcast is quotes, and this movie is pretty just dry on quotes. I, it was hard to get some, but. So Were he, there any? There, here was a couple. Uh, trust me, I killed everyone. I just picked that because the movie was that re- moment was ridiculous, and it was less intense because he didn't. His hands weren't covered in blood like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right? Yeah. He's like, look at them. <laughs> Does this look like a dream? Man, he fucking just destroys those guys. I mean, that scene is so much better. Um, what the fuck did I do wrong? And this is this. Th- th- I picked this quote because this was like this was sh- la- their lame uh, uh, attempt at the scene of where he shoots her in the fucking head. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, Lori, who? Oh shit, Lori, Colin Farrell, Jessica Biel, who? Colin Farrell, it's my wife, Jessica Biel. You're married, Colin Farrell. It's safe to say we're separated. It was when she was chasing him and hitting him with the car. It's like. Oh, it's a lot more intense when she's got to say we're separate. That's so lame. It's so much more awesome when she's got a hole in her head. And when he's just like, 
consider that a divorce. Oh, but that's... Uh, we can't have that in 2012. Uh, standards have been... Even when they kill Kane Beckinsale in the end of this movie, finally, they finally kill her, the piece of shit. They just shoot her in the stomach and she falls to the ground dead. No, you can't shoot her in the head and then have a one-liner being like, yeah, Puh. Yeah, like can't you can't give us that in the end. Can't give us that in the extended air version. You can't have any anything. That's Why wasn't that in the extended like uh, deleted like the uncut version? That would have been kind of cool. Much cooler than like, three titties. I don't give a fuck three titties. Unless the three titties were part of the plot, but they weren't. <laughs> yes, they weren't at all. They were literally thrown in there for fan service. Yeah, uh, this. This was one of the last quotes. Uh, I thought it was just kind of funny, and it was kind of just like a... I don't know if they meant it this way, but I think it kind of was like a slightly like undertone sexual comment. Are you saying I don't... This, every... Our marriage, what can I say? I give good wife... And I just think almost it like was that means supposed to be sexual, but it's, it's like, like I almost give. It's almost like she was saying, "I give good head." And when I remember, I remember that scene. Like it looked like it was sort of like added in, like it was like an ADR line. Yeah, like it didn't seem like it was like an actual like line of dialogue that she said. It literally looked like they just added it in and added it in post. Probably because they're like, let's try to give some, this movie some funny mood, lines. But it's like, ugh, too late. Too little, too late. I give good wife? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, here's some little extra gripes that I have. Quaid isn't evil in this movie. And Quaid right. is supposed he's to be... He's not a fucking asshole. He's not a fucking asshole. His like, evil perso- personality is down, uh, download it and they're gonna re-download it to him but like he's like no matter what that personality became good Arnold Schwarzenegger never became good he had to be his good self was like altered created through chemicals and mind alterations yeah he's not real that's yeah. and that's what makes it kind of crazier right well, and that's what it makes it's like another one of the things of this movie it's like lame this I know why yeah. you don't get the guy who he's directed generic, all the underworld movies to do this. He's just, he's just g- used to making dark vampire movies. Stay in that lane. He also made die, uh, live free or die hard. Ooh, that's terrible I mean, too. It's okay. <laughs> um, I think both of the women and mov- actors are wasted in this movie, but I've already stated that pretty much in this. Yeah, they're all yeah. Brian Cranston is the is the worst. Yes. Uh, I think the colony's a dumb name. I think they, even if they Generic. wanted it to be like, uh, yeah, even if they wanted it to be a melting pot, like, okay, make something cool. It Why wasn't just cool. the colony? I don't want to think about longer than two weeks. The colony. That's what he did. Completely too. uninspired. Yeah. Um, no Mars, obvious, terrible. No mutants, terrible. PG 13. This movie could have maybe been better, and maybe we would get a Dread version of this movie if it had not been shitty PG-13. Dread came out like a month later, I think. And I know that one still flopped too, and even harder, but that movie was 
that a thousand was a hundred times billion times great better. movie though and imagine total recall remade in that kind of style I, that'd yeah. be kind of dope it'd be awesome even colin farrell could pull it off maybe if it was just super gory like total recall was and just i don't know like it just well it, it just needed a better script yes not the guy who wrote Equilibrium, the fucking Matrix knockoff. Yeah, yeah, very true. Uh, I only have one question for you, Lee. Yes. Was there anything redeemable for this about this movie to you? Oh God. I'm trying to think. Mm. I mean, in terms of like bad movies, I mean it's it has a budget. So it has more resources than, you know, some other movies we'll probably watch. Some, like, cheaper crap that I might show you <laughs> one of these days. Um, I don't know. The effects the effects really weren't that great. Uh, yeah, they're not terrible nor good. They're just, all right. It's like, whatever. You, you can tell their effects. Yeah. <laughs> and um I don't know, I wasn't impressed at all by the the long the one take shoot shootout scene cuz I did remember the trailer. Hmm. And even when I saw the trailer I was like, okay, he shot a bunch of robots. Well, those were all guys. Mm, some of them were. And he, there were some robots in there too. I think it was mostly guys and a couple of robots in that scene. Still, but it was like there's no blood. This is nothing. Yeah. It's realistic. Blood wouldn't just shoot. Nothing everywhere. exciting at all. But then it's like also there's parts in that movie where like she's shooting robots and men with like a minigun on a helicopter type futuristic thing, and they're just kind of going like dead. And it's like they'd be being sawed in half. I guess. And this could have been a really cool scene. <laughs> I guess I have two things, actually. One really minor thing, um, I thought the effect of when he like changed his face, he had like that hologram thing to change his face. I thought mm-hmm. that was kind of kind of neat that they did it differently a little bit. Yeah, like, and they had they had the line in there. How long are you going to be staying? Two weeks. But they had, and they even had like a like some fat woman say that line, and it, it's like, oh, they're going to do the same thing, right? Nope. No, it's just uh he's the guy yeah, behind. you know, he's th- I thought the kind of cool like hologram thing uh that kind of felt like something that could be in Star Wars or something. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. This is kind of a cool like science fictiony kind of device. I can I like that sort of stuff sometimes. Yeah. Not sometimes. I I like that sort of thing. Uh and then I guess uh, th- that's just such a minor thing. <laughs> it's literally like well, I thought you. Well, I, I'm asking if you liked, a- you thought anything was redeemable, big, small. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then the other thing is like it's not even like anything in the movie itself. It's just I guess I appreciate that they were trying not to do like a shot for shot. They were trying to make it original, original, like trying to make it a little bit trying to do their own thing with it. And I can sort of appreciate that. But what they did was just fucking stupid. The way they executed it was bad and 
dull and unexciting, and that's all the praise that they're going to get from me. God, man, you gave, you gave them actually more praise than I did because I can't, I mean, this movie is just blurp. Just, that's the that's the rating I give it this week. Blurp. Blurp. <laughs> what do you Zero think about this movie, Sterling? Blurp. I just, nothing about this movie. I just, that, yeah, actually, I like that one scene. I guess that's the one remarkable, redeemable, thing, cool thing I think is that that shot scene because I didn't remember the trailer. But okay. yeah, other than that. I don't like any of the characters. Nope. I don't like any of the moments. I don't like any. Of the, I don't think anything's cool really happening. I don't. I don't think anything the new things they did that was different was cool or was good different. No. Um. It's, I'm, you're right. It's just not the the idea of just oh we're gonna set it on Earth this time because we're, that's what what it would be really like. But, but, but it's just. You're taking all of like the fun out of it. Yeah, of like Quaid being like this guy on Earth and being like, it's not like he lives on a shit Earth. Earth is fine, but he's just like, like, oh man, going on an adventure at Mars. Yeah, he's like an everyman. He's like he's supposed like Arnold. I mean, yeah, obviously you don't really buy Arnold as the everyman, but I mean that's why they made him into a construction worker. Rather than like some lowly oh, salary worker, like yeah. factory worker, I guess in the original story he's like an office worker or some shit. Yeah, Arnold would not have worked in that. No, but he works as, like as a fucking everyman, I guess, sort of uh, construction, construction worker. worker. Yeah. Um, and that's like that's fun. That's part of the the whole fun of the original movie and the whole concept. Um, and that was one of the ran. Oh, just sorry to cut in. that. The, when he was working at his factory job, whatever the random guy who gives him the card to recall, and he's like, right, that yeah. whole scene was random because he was acting like he was like gonna. He was getting him into the like this, like oh, I'm part of this the underground and then you never see that guy thing. Again. Yeah, exactly. And it almost seemed like, like well, was he an agent for the rebellion? Oh no, he doesn't mean anything. Nothing with the people who who or who are involved with recall in this have anything. To do with anything. Recall doesn't even really factor into it all that much. It doesn't much. even exist when Cho's dead. Yeah, they, they talk about, oh, your memory was wiped. But they don't even mention that it was, like, from the the recall device or anything. Yeah. It doesn't factor into anything. That's why I give this movie a three. A three? Yeah. Wow. You know what? No, no, no. Two. A two? Yeah, this movie's bad. But, hey, everybody. It's in the name. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. This is going to be kind of interesting. Uh, Because for me, this is just the tip. This is like the like four out of ten movie. <laughs> this like, is a good hard four. This is a hard four for me. Yeah, definitely. Four out of ten. I mean, it sounds like I love this movie now. Oh, four out of ten. And you had to a two, two redeemable ten. things. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> it's like 11 out of 90. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, I think, yeah, four out of ten, I think, makes sense for me because it's, I guess it's sort of like well made, 
Um, I guess the actors are kind of trying. Are they? <laughs> Some of them, maybe. Some of them, yeah. Colin Farrell, maybe. Colin Farrell's trying. Brian Cranston seems like he's hamming it up a little bit in the little screen time that he gets. Um, Jessica Beals is there. Yeah, she's not. <laughs> I feel like Kate she's kind of mostly checked but out. Like also like trying Almost feels like, like at a certain point she kind of checks out. Yeah, when she realizes, like, oh, this is a bad movie. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. And she's just, like, there's nothing going on I wonder what it's like for an actor halfway through a movie being realizing, like, this is bad. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> that realization. It's like like, the I hope they can the fix it in editing. <laughs> why does it, like, seem like in the first half of the movie he's, like, trying, and then all of a sudden, halfway through the movie, he's just, like, done. <laughs> he just checked out. Bye bye. I think that's what he realized why this movie only made twenty five million dollars out of a hundred and forty five million budget. It's like Harrison Ford in uh the uh Star Wars holiday special. Yeah. Where like the by the end of that he's just done. You could literally see that he's done acting. He's like, Yeah. I'm here. Hello, I bid the seed. <laughs> We're gonna celebrate life day together. Yay! <laughs> Kill myself. <laughs> God, but yeah, four out of ten. Uh, just mediocre garbage, really. And everyone, on that note, we're gonna wrap up this podcast. Yeah, we're done. Uh, for this podcast, you can still find it right underneath the tag. It's not the worst movie ever podcast. Obviously, a little found it underneath. That's how you're listening to this. So you can listen to it all on the sources that are the same places you listen to that podcast. Fall, uh, this will be promoted on the same Instagram handle as the one you hopefully follow. We hope you follow. Uh, we'd really appreciate it if you guys could, uh, if, if anyone gave us some five star reviews and uh, uh, even just stars or a written out nice comment. It would re- it helps promote the podcast um, to the front page and gets more people hearing it and seeing it. Um, we and we look forward to br- uh, bringing you season the season two premiere next week with, and uh, well, let me get let me pass it over to Lita and tell oh. you what we're gonna be watching for season two premiere. All right, well, for uh, next week's episode, I've chosen uh, a classic film, uh, one of my all time favorite films, probably like top ten favorites. Uh, funny enough, also are one of our manager's favorite movies. Yeah, that's pretty funny. We were, uh, I was actually talking to her about it earlier today. It's uh, it's an absolutely uh, wonderful movie. It's Goodfellas from 1990. <sighs> I've never seen this movie, obviously. And I've avoided it because the same reason I avoid movies, thing, like, like all those movies, like Casino, which I'll probably have to see, and all these things, because yeah. it's just like... I think you'll like uh, Goodfellas a little bit more than Casino. It's I'm open. Because I feel like, yeah, Casino is much longer. Ugh. And, yeah, there's, like, towards the end of that movie, it really does get pretty dark and... Very violent. Yeah, there's why there's some scenes that even though I haven't seen that movie, the Casino, I have some scenes I saw growing up on accident that stick with me, and I'll have to watch actually <laughs> happening again. And we're like, "Fuck you, leave." You have to relive your but trauma. Whatever. That's for next week, everybody. Um, well, we're not. That's not going to be next week. It's a different movie. 
Are you thinking? Oh of? yeah, what am I thinking about? Well, You're next week we are watching the first of those a bunch of those probably movies I'm gonna have to watch. Goodfellas. Uh, we hope you look forward to that. We hope you have a great week, and we hope you enjoyed this podcast. Have a good night. Happy holidays, and uh, I hope you can make it home in time for cornflakes. <laughs>